It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. All right, I mentioned Gray a couple times, so let's kind of end the conversation with him today. I'm going to bring in producer Darius. So, Darius, you saw something you really liked in Monday night's game. Josiah Gray, for the second time in as many starts, was pretty good. Six innings, three runs, quality outing. Struck out 10, had some swing and miss, overpowering stuff. Last time he pitched against the Cubs, he got into the seventh, and he only struck out five. He wasn't, I didn't think, quite as dominant in that start as he was at Nats Park, where he struck out the 10. Had the one rough first inning. He was nails after that. But that was not what caught your attention. No, what caught my attention was that Davey came out to the mound. He had just hit uh, right around 100 pitchers. It might have been right at 100 pitchers. Uh, Davey came out to the mound, and it looked as if either Davey convinced JoJo that he could do it or JoJo convinced Davey that he could do it because Davey left. The crowd <laughs> left him on the mound. The crowd got fired up because they knew what it meant. They knew that it meant he was going to try to finish the inning. And he strikes out, uh, I believe it was Patrick Wisdom, struck him out, and he was fired up. And so was the crowd. I thought it was an awesome moment. I love seeing stuff like that. I love it. It was like when we would get that all the time with Max, where David would come out to the mountains, like, I'm going to pull you, Max. And Max is like, no, you're not pulling me. That that moment resembled a Max moment. And I think that was great for Joe Josiah Gray's confidence. And I think it's great for the confidence of the fans in Josiah Gray seeing that kind of moment. I just think it was, first of all, I'm 100% with you. I love that kind of stuff. That's the romanticism of baseball, right? Billy Bean and and Moneyball saying, how can you not be romantic about baseball? I love that Josiah is a badass and has that gear, too, where he's going to get pumped up and say, I'm going to finish what I started here. Let me empty the tank. But it also just showed some growth. Like, it showed a graduation of sorts. There was, like, Josiah has gone through baseball puberty or whatever. He's a man now. (laughs) Davey goes out there. And, right, you you said it well. Like, whoever was talking to who and whoever lobbied, who knows. But before that, we haven't seen that. And how many times has he been really good through five innings or six innings at 80-some pitches as the year's gone on and they've said, nah, not this time. And there are for every one of those, you you save some bullets for a night like tonight, later in the season, ideally, where you're you're gonna let him push through. And everyone goes so overboard and is so crazy about protecting arms now. And, and even listening to this, people go, "Oh, get him out of the game, whatever." But at some point, you've got to learn how to do that. It's not just something that you can touch a button in three years when you're in a big start trying to make the playoffs or something. You can just figure that out. And so that was, I thought, a real stepping stone developmental point for him. He got to 105 pitches, but where, okay, I don't have my best stuff from the beginning of the start anymore, but I got to find a way to do this. I got to, for lack of a better phrase, sack up and figure this out. And Davey let him, which he hasn't really all year long. I loved it. And I, I, if I remember correctly, last week we were recording an episode while he was pitching uh, against the Cubs. Yep. And I remember you saying that, that, that exact thing. You were like, I wish Davey would have just left him out there. 
I wish he would have left him out there to finish the seventh. It didn't make any sense for him to pull him at that point. He wasn't, I don't think he was at the 100 pitch mark or anything at that point. So, yeah, we got our moment where Josiah Gray finished out in the inning and was fired up after it. I love every second of it. I'm all for it, man. That's good stuff. Uh, all right, what a uh, big picture fan stuff this week. How do you feel? What do you think of Abrams getting called up? Where are you at? Uh, I'm excited about Abrams getting called up. I definitely hope he's able to to show off some of that speed eventually. Like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, I'm definitely disappointed that he wasn't batting first, batting second, you know, somewhere in the upper part of the order. But if that time is coming, I'm, you know, if there's a plan for it, I'll believe in this organization and allow them to, to let that plan develop. But uh, excited, excited that we have somebody who's going to make spectacular plays at shortstop again. You know, we, we were spoiled. And routine ones. Routine, well, <laughs> yeah. That would be nice, too. <laughs> the routine ones would be nice. But we've been we've been kind of spoiled at shortstop, I would say, over the years. You know, Ian Desmond was pretty solid uh, defensively at shortstop. Trey Turner was pretty solid defensively at shortstop. I think we're getting a defender that could be possibly better than both of those guys combined at this point. And that should be very exciting to see uh, for a long time to come, hopefully. Yeah, I'm excited for Abrams. And it just feels good to be excited about someone with the Nats right yes, now. Absolutely. Because uh, it's been a little while <laughs> this season. Especially with the lack of speed on this team. If he can, uh, I know he hasn't been a terror on the base pass so far yet in his major league career, but if he can be and show off those tools, I think that I think that's all something to be very extremely excited about. Well, and I also think in the years ahead, you're going to see more steals in general. They want to reimplement that part of the game in a big way. We've seen it in the minor leagues. The numbers are insane. And it's because pitchers can really only check over twice. The, the rule is if you throw over a third time and you don't get the runner that you're trying to pick off, they automatically get a steal in second base. Well, what that's turned into is basically I only throw over twice. So if someone checks on you two times, you basically have free reign to get your biggest lead possible and you're just taking off. So that has upped the numbers in the minor leagues. Remember, they're, they're, the pitch clock, I think, has been a huge deal in terms of stealing bases because you can time things up and you know when that clock's winding down. That's been a big deal uh, from what some guys have told me in the minor leagues. And then also, I think there's just something to, you know, they're trying to make the bases a little bigger. Like It's funny and stupid as it sounds. Like every little inch helps, you know, in terms of these bang-bang plays. Oh, definitely, yeah. I think all those things, if they come to the big leagues in the the few years ahead, could lead to guys like Abrams even being more valuable than uh, possibly he has been so far on the base paths. Yeah, and it's it's been awesome tracking some of these minor leaguers. This is such a fun time right now, uh, despite what's going on at the major league level. Even though we are again, we are getting C.J. Abrams now, uh, but it sounds like Robert Hassel's getting called up from Single A Wilmington. He's now going to Double A Harrisburg. Uh, James Wood has just been killing it so far at Fredericksburg. I have to get down there to Fredericksburg, by the way, to go see him because he sounds like he's must see television. So. Yeah, it's a fun time. I'm really enjoying where we're at at this point in the rebuild. Kylie McDaniel, who we recently had on this podcast, just came out with his updated top 50 prospects in the game. He had James Wood 13th, C.J. Abrams 14th, because Abrams wow. hasn't graduated from how he does it, and Robert Hassel 16th. So he's he has three Nats in the top 16. And, yeah, I had Hassel on my prospect show minors and majors on MLB Network Radio this week. I had a great conversation with him. He's very confident. It just seems like he's really comfortable in his own skin. He did admit it took him a couple days to kind of get his bearings down and to get comfortable. And remember, he was like 0 for his first, I think, 13 or 14. Rough start. <laughs> uh, it was not great. But and he kind of admitted, even though he didn't expect it to, it felt a little bit different. He said after a game or two, it was just baseball again. But a couple things he said that were interesting to me. He talked about his weight. He said, I'm 185 pounds. He said, I think I'm going to add probably close to 15 more pounds. 
He said, there's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to end up boosting my slug and hitting more home runs, Ooh. which has been a big question. <laughs> you know, and I think there's some questions maybe about his swing in addition to his size as far as home runs go. But he also admitted this to me. We were just talking about stolen bases. So he's 23 of 26 in steals this year. And he says he has not been nearly as aggressive as he wants to be. And that's his biggest regret of the season. He said he's often just kind of stealing when he's confident rather than being aggressive and kind of pushing the envelope. And he said there's no doubt in his mind he could have 40 steals right now if he was as aggressive as he should be. And he thinks he could be a 40-steal type player. Hassel told me that this week. I I found that really, really interesting. I love that. I love that he knows his game. That is awesome to hear. Um, What's his nickname? Isn't it Bobby Barrels? Bobby Barrels, man. Oh, man. Well, if he adds on some more muscle, (laughs) they might have to upgrade that nickname. Totally. We'll take our minor league deep dive. Uh, into some of these guys later in the week, as we always do here on Bustin' Loose Baseball. For producer Darius, I'm Grant saying so long. Thanks so much for listening. This is episode 29 in the books. We're back later this week. Generally, we tape on Thursday, so come on back on Thursday night and look for BLB.